You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. What's up, everybody? Welcome to ROFL. The show about motivation and being yourself. That's right. What does ROLF <laughs> Reach out for love. The show about motivation and love. Being yourself. Being yourself. How do right. you be yourself? How I don't know. You? Let's find out. What's up, Wesley? What's going on, Bosma? Consistency. Consistency oh, in everything in it's our like, life. It's like the self-control of it all is kind of like a little bit lost. It's kind of what happens. That is why I think after COVID, mm-hmm. And we had all this online courses and stuff like that. You're going to have to tell me about that because I was graduated in 2017. So I I missed missed schooling in COVID by a few years. So please enlighten me. The thing is, I had a job that was online. When I found out that I could work from home sometimes, I was like, what? This this is a thing? People do this? I was so like starstruck by it i was just like this is awesome why yeah. don't we do this before the thing is is it was always possible well, not always but it had it had been possible for years before it became a necessity right and right. then right exactly yeah, and no one knew yeah. about it so you're yeah. like what why so didn't few, i know about so this? few companies so few companies and jobs did it unless they were like cool or they were smaller scale and it, it just has to do with it just has to do with uh control kind of I was going to say like I was trying to think of like a nicer way to say it but yeah like basically there's no nice <laughs> I way I mean that's to, what it looks there's like There's no nice way to describe the way that the the machine like beats us down so Right and on top of that your environment actually does impact your consistency totally, a lot Totally totally does Because when I'm at home there's people yelling screaming and everything but at, what I was trying to say is after covid mm-hmm. and I was I, I realized that you could do things from home I was like wait I have a phone with internet mm-hmm. that I could do like Wi-Fi ca- capabilities. So I could just go to a coffee shop or like anywhere. If, the fact that I if you didn't have like know, Wi-Fi access, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, anywhere like a Starbucks or something. But mm-hmm. the fact that I didn't know that you could do, you can take your job or your school anywhere else except for that area. Because like sometimes for me, I feel like at school, I feel like I'm pressured. If I'm doing a journalism paper, definitely I want to be at school because then I could. Talk to my friend. Hey, Billy. Hey, get over here, dude. Right. <laughs> or just make study groups. I just knew that I would be distracted at home as well because, right. like, when I'm when I'm at home, I want to just be at home. You know what I mean? I don't want to. I don't want to be at home and then have to be in work mode if I can yes. help it. I I narrowly avoided having to do work from home for a call center. I worked at a a, a call center. That was just customer service outsourcing. And then shout out to anyone who worked in the call center with me um, during those couple you know years that we were <laughs> that we were there. Uh, I always talked about it when, when I make it on radio that I'd shout everyone out. So I ended up going from like a job that would have forced me to work from home. Sometimes depending on like the day of the week or more specifically like your your time shift every day from i think the earliest people started shifts there was 5 a.m and everyone was 
done, I think the latest someone was there was like midnight, maybe 1 a.m. Because doing stuff with being like basically 24-7 with real estate properties and the way the whole thing was run was based off time zones. So we might be on the West Coast, but we're serving things across every U.S. time zone that there is. So I, yeah. I find I find the rules associated with how long you can stay at work and how long you have to be there mm-hmm. a little bit like over wait the wait top. till I tell you this I got screwed into working 10 a.m. Uh-huh. to 9 p.m. That's literally that that was my schedule but mm-hmm. but mine was even sooner than that I started at six in the morning and ended up leaving at like nine p.m. See, I would I was I just would. like why am I here for so long Yeah no it it really like I'm I will never. Like, that's when you know you have a bad job, though. I, like, now was, I know that. Yeah, it was it was all I could do to have a job at the time right. because of the to job. Because of the job I left previously, I need something quick so um, to, you know, keep yeah, bills paid. Sense. So, you know, call centers like that are, like, practically always hiring. Um, always hiring, always firing. You know what's and funny? So, oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. you're good. Go I, can't, ahead. I don't want to cut you off. No, you're fine. I was just about to say, like, I actually got in trouble for staying late one time. Really? And it was at the job that told me to stay late. It was like, oh, you were here too long. I one time. What do you mean? I'm overachieving for you. Um, yeah, I know. How are you going to punch me? I'm overachieving. I'm literally doing my job I'm better. I'm doing what you told at, me. To at the call center, I worked at, we, the performance was based on occurrences. Oh, okay. So if you got so many occurrences, they had it written in their uh, in their in their SOP and their operating procedures that like by their book and by their employment position and rules and, and rules and regs. It was like if you get so many occurrences and so many points, then we can just fire you and that's it and like whatever. Oh, but like I, in everything, Vegas, though, they fire you. But like, like everything never... counted against you. Like they had such a strict like oh a- SOP when it came to being on the phones. It got to the point that even if you went through every single like fail safe they taught you with customers and you still didn't like achieve right. what they wanted. There's always something that they'll find. Yeah. That, especially they, if they don't like you. That's another they wanted thing. They wanted us to basically be able to strong arm everyone that ever came in contact with us into doing what the company wanted. Right. Unrealistic to, expectations. Yeah. So yeah. it became like having to control literally uncontrollable variables. Like I can right. have, right. I will literally have five backup plans, but if those five backup plans don't happen to work work out in our favor even though i did everything that i was told to do every fail safe i was told to try i could have checked every single box but done the one thing accomplished that they wanted right and i could and i would still get dinged by um, for something by a by uh <laughs> what was it called qa the quality <laughs> assurance because people could people would just randomly listen in on the calls and we wouldn't know but we would certainly hear about it if something got messed up right you know this is so funny because i uh, this is like unrelated to work one time i went to an acting school okay mm-hmm. i know this is completely random but oh, okay. <laughs> i went to the acting school and then they had all these rules they were like you got to read this book you okay. gotta, you gotta follow these rules. You gotta get here over here like eight hours a week. Okay, are you putting eight hours in? I was like, I didn't have a job at the time, okay. so I went to the school, and I basically did everything they said and way more. Yeah. And they started getting like, well, you're using too many hours. You're doing too much. I was like, they couldn't find anything wrong with what I was doing with with mm-hmm. my acting schedule, and then right. they were like. Uh, we think we're gonna have to get rid of you now. Just because. Just, just for no reason. And I'm just like, 
what do you mean? They're like, your your learning style is just different than what? I was like, what? <laughs> I'm following They're all your They're literally telling you like, hey, we think you're neurodivergent and we just yeah, don't like, have a place for neurodivergence. Why are in you our... actually following our rules? Get yeah, out of here. Because <laughs> you're getting to the point of not only are you like clearly like excelling and like going above and beyond of what they're asking, but like. At some point, you're probably improving on things that they have told everyone to do, and that probably upset them the most. Especially at that place, because they would literally call everyone out on everything Mm -hmm. little, and then when I would go up on stage, the teacher would just be like, all right, it's good. Uh, and then he'll like find something random. He like totally had random. to nick. It was almost yeah. required that he nitpick. Right, yeah. right. I mean, I, I learned eventually that that school was actually not a good acting. School. I wouldn't have guessed. Wow, really? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> but this also circles back to expectations that we put on ourselves. I think I think something when it comes to expectations of ourselves and but like mostly others is people get in this mindset of thinking that because something works for them that it's universal that's gonna work for everybody yes mm-hmm. oh and it's my gosh. and and like i i understand like where they're coming from in in, well, so, in a rule structure yeah way, and, and so in so far as like some general things do apply to like 99 percent of people but like the fact that the they do it with like my way or the highway mentality yes. or they do it where it's like you it's like such a rigid like you have to like it's an or l situation yeah it's like you don't realize how much life and like vitality and creativity and and what have you like you end up sucking out of people right yeah you're like sucking the soul out of people like literally that that call center job brought me to my lowest darkest place literally ruined my mental health i'm not gonna lie i questioned what my life purpose was oh, yeah. like almost every day yeah i was just like what am i doing with my you this is not butter. oh my god am i am i following my life purpose or am i going against my life purpose right now so i would have to spend a lot of time just really constantly i had a friend in there actually that helped me mentally like stay sane, yeah. like, stay sane. That's, what, that's what happened <laughs> at the call center like, too like we all kind of became we 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 uh we formed a lot of camaraderie right, around right. the fact that the job sucked and that we all knew that we were being exploited but we also knew that the way that they scheduled and the way that they treated the employees and the way especially they expected the um the managers or the team leaders to treat the employees super shady so i actually made friends with quite a few of the team leads and the managers and, they and what were, you're saying about the managers, team, yeah. that's very true, by the way. And they were literally like they the are only, told to do that. Yeah. Stuff, and they were literally the only protection between right. us and the seats and the, for you know, lack of a better uh, term, the corporate overlords. Like there were multiple, multiple, multiple times. Like what I was getting at about I could do everything that they told me to do to like mitigate problems and it still just not work because you ultimately cannot 100% control the human element that it came down to like if it wasn't for these team leads who like saw my effort and saw then you would the, just be like I would have been fired order. a million times right, oh yeah right. I, and oh I've, my gosh I've been treated horribly at that job I have to tell you okay so I was working at a job you don't once. tell me tell the listeners oh my god I'm gonna tell you guys <laughs> Okay, so I was working at a job once and this guy literally got hired mm-hmm. as a, my manager. Just my, me. I was Hired only, on as a manager. Yeah, yeah, just for me specifically. They were like, just for Bosma. I was like, wait, <laughs> <You> what? Mean, <laughs> Everybody was like. You know what? how in school, like some of the, sometimes like 
they would know like oh that's a special ed kid and he would have like his own like 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 a like a like a teacher you did but that's even funnier um you know they'd have like the special ed kid and then like they'd have a a class like a second uh teacher to help those the special ed kids no this is what they did to me dude so they bring this guy he's my new manager okay? okay and then they tell him go and ask her all of the things that she sucks at and what? then come back here and what? tell us <laughs> what does that mean I, I found this out after that like, sounds I illegal that i don't know why but that sounds super illegal <laughs> they were like they were like go tell us what she's not good at in this job and then so he comes to me just they hired him to be a narc on you yeah basically wow i was like what is happening they got now? narc money but they don't have living they have, wage money what <laughs> That's a good one. I hate capitalism so much. <laughs> oh no, here we go again. I will take every opportunity oh, ever to rag on capitalism, no, but if that weird. is not its own, if that is <laughs> not if a definition, not, I'm just gonna if that is not the definition it. of the snake eating its own tail, like, <laughs> wow. I found out afterwards, like, he felt terrible after he found out, like, what they were planning on doing. They didn't tell him. I'm, like, thinking back, like, every day I think back at this, I just think it's so funny. He felt so bad. As he like, should. Like, he still told this day, like, it so talks funny. about it. I'm just like, oh, my God, it's cool, dude. Like, I I, I want it out anyways. <laughs> Thanks for being an excuse. That's yeah, great. Was- no, I had the same thing happen one time, actually. So, well, similar. Um, so that job that I went job. to in healthcare that I left the call center for, um, I started literally like the first week of March in 2020. Right. Um, it was <laughs> the day that the building themselves decided, hey, we're going to like hard lockdown. This is a medical. Oh, shoot. A, this is a, a live-in. This is a live-in medical facility for um, like old people. I don't know if saying geriatric oh, is, is this offensive. Oh, when you went into healthcare and Yeah. Stuff? Okay, okay. I don't know if the term geriatric is like offensive, but I feel like it is in, in some senses. But it's like basically like, hey, are you... Are you an old person in in need of twenty four seven like medical care and like physical rehab care, what so on and so forth? Right. Like, this is the place for you. And it was five minutes away from my house, so it's like cool. I can just walk to convenience work. Convenience. Yeah, right convenience. There. Now I took a pay cut doing that, which I no did. way. Yeah, I had to because of the occurrences, because of whatever. They had this thing where if you got too many like dings on your on your QA on your quality assurance, like yeah, yeah, the you big brother us, listening yeah. in on your calls and making sure you did everything right, um, they put you on what they call the PIP, a performance improvement plan. Oh my god! Which again, because <laughs> if if you need, what, why do you need the improvement plan? You don't. Or, what, or am I doing anything that can actually be fixed? No, you just cannot control the human variable. Okay, well, that's literally I know, impossible. No, but you know what? I know you don't like that stuff specifically because you don't like the five-year plan thing, and a PIP actually forces you to do that. Well, the problem with the with the problem with the PIP was not that it was not like my performance couldn't be improved. It was literally like the context and the evidence like against me was literally stuff that I could not control. So with the PIP. I was on that, and that's pretty much like it's clearly in the writing of the company statement. Like, pretty much, this is the chopping block, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Which they don't really give you enough. No, and, and when I got time. on it and I was served it, and I was told like there is no other option here, right, and I, right. I pointed out, I was like, this is hypocritical. Like, it really you're, is. you're literally punishing me for things like I no one can control. Or 
but or you did it right and they just don't but, want you. At, it's, that's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. If they don't like you, right? Like, and so, like the, the team leads, the team leads were like, "We're so sorry, but like, look, nobody on my team right. has ever gotten a pip and not been okay. So, like, I'm gonna make sure you're safe." So while I'm on the pip, because I'm on the pip, because I'm a bad employee, right? Like by their metrics, right. I'm not doing, I'm not performing. Right. Tell me how I got well, an he's award. Put, he put quotes. In yeah, there, I did. Huh? Tell me how I also got an award. Mm-hmm. for excellent customer service oh at the same time. Relatable. Yeah. 100% yeah. relatable. So we went to, we had, like, we would randomly, like, once a month have these, like, they call them wow awards. Like, right. recognizing, like, oh, my gosh, you're, like, so great. Well, at, you're amazing. At, at but anyways, here's serve. a pip. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> so great at that. At You closed that deal so well Here you go. that you're still going to get fired. <laughs> Or you know what? The thing is, like, sometimes they scare you with the PIP, but they just give you the PIP so they don't have to give you a raise that year. Because the yeah, company, I never got a raise when I was there, and I worked there for yeah, like two so, two years. Sometimes two they genuinely, years. sometimes they genuinely just do that, and then yeah. like obviously everyone's gonna get hurt because they're getting that. Yeah, no, I was I was a great worker and about to get fired in the same breath, and I was like, great. So when they had the little like the little dinky ceremony of like all of us in like the break room being like. Yeah, so they got they got this and they get this and they're you're a high earner and they handed it to me and they like give me a microphone there which is dangerous and I was like and because like I didn't care at that point they put me in this position they gave me the pip they gave me the award now I'm asking them to answer for for this answer me yeah like uh, uh, give me I need answer like for real it's like no now you guys are on oh, trial you guys gave me a live microphone. <laughs> You guys gave me a live microphone. Actually, that's so funny. (laughs) I was, I had no chill about it. I could just imagine you like sending them an email. Why am I getting this pip? And then they don't answer you. All right, Wesley, come over here. We're going to give you an award. I was on the pip and then I got the award. So I was like, cool. Does does the award cancel out the pip or does it? Or does this prove? Oh, does this prove that because I was able to to take a negative to a positive, that I've you also that, that they also in the same breath recognize that we cannot one hundred percent like control the like every <laughs> like imagine. human variable ever? You're so funny, dude. I, was, so I want you on my team. If heated, I have a team, <laughs> I'm heated thinking about it now. The only thing I ever did was like I I never had the guts to like straight up confront the person and be like this but like i always had the guts apparently to write them a very strongly, <laughs> strongly worded, worded letter, letter. <laughs> <laughs> like i could to whom not. it to whom it may concern <laughs> colon yeah i had to i had to do that i was like there's no way i'm leaving this place no. unless i tell you so why i was i was i was making it a point not to mention the company or anyone in the company for their discretions against common workplace decency and etiquette. You've got to be very calculating about just how how much of your naturally like helpful and selfless nature comes out to a lot of these companies because right, they right. will they will see that you Yep. require such little reward to to do such yeah. so much work mm-hmm. that's another thing the, yeah. the amount of work i was doing to be unappreciated made me question every single day mm-hmm. i could be doing this for myself and on top of that i could be starting my own business right. i could be doing my own entrepreneurship and getting paid and recognizing myself mm-hmm. all right no it doesn't matter like you like you, you like learn because the, you, clearly they're worth their their worth like 
to you that they show is like clearly so shallow that right. eventually it bites them and it bites them in the foot because then they don't have you anymore. Yeah, because then like you recognize your own self worth because you realize like your cup is not being filled right. and you're just like right. I can just do this for myself and feel better. Way better. Yeah. And then on top of that, I'll be going towards my purpose, going towards my dreams. Going yeah, towards whatever. That's it another is. thing though. Yeah. That thing helped me be more consistent, like realizing that that's actually why when I go to school now, Mm -hmm. I'm much more focused and paying more attention to my deadlines for myself now. I'm like, oh, when I'm at school, I'm investing in me. Mm -hmm. When I'm when I'm doing uh, work outside of school or outside of work, that's for me. So the thing is, I, I put in my head, if I'm able to wake up early in the morning and go to work for eight hours straight, why am I not able to do that for myself every single day? That's what got me to be more consistent over time. Because in the go. past, I used to be more of a procrastinator. Yeah. I would just do it because I thought there was an incentive. But why don't I just imagine there's an incentive 24-7? Like the yeah. incentive is the feeling the in- of the incentive, satisfaction. The incentive ultimately, if one does not exist, it kind of it, it, it behooves one to kind of have that that motivation be like a self out of self-care, out of self-love. Right. Like out of just like... And you feel good too. Yeah, just out completely out of self, like almost. Like, I mean, I don't know if it fits, fits, but like it's almost like hedonistic in a certain way. You're like, I'm, I'm going for the satisfaction. Right. I'm going for the happiness. I'm going for the. I mean, that's the. I'm goal, going isn't for the. It? I'm going for the pleasure. The whole, the, the whole goal of life is finding your true happiness and trying that's to true. find your purpose and what makes you feel comfortable and happy at the same time. There's some people who work on something and then they like a lot more breaks because that makes them feel more comfortable, which mm. is fine. Just yeah. take the breaks. Dude. Yeah. Sometimes you just need the breaks too. Yeah, I mean, but sometimes you're not allowed the breaks. That's, especially yeah, if you're that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just feel like doo-doo afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> is that allowed on the radio? Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can say that. Pretty sure you can say a six a six year old insult on the radio. <laughs> when you're in situations like that, like in companies or in jobs that almost expect you to be grateful that they gave you the opportunity to even be exploited in the first place. It's it's just that comes back to capitalism. Like yeah, <laughs> she's coming around, ladies and gentlemen. I have a book by Chris Grass you can borrow if you want to. It's all oh, about sweet. about a feminist praxis and collective organizing. I think. Honestly, if you need help being more consistent, I think finding a job that you hate is a good motivator, I, and at least for me. I'm curious where you're going with this. Like, because the, you realize all the effort and time and work you're putting into that job that you hate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, okay. I'm sorry to use the word H-A-T-E. Oh, no. But How dare you? I'm We're just only saying, adults. Like, <laughs> you do not like, dislike, strongly dislike. Strongly dis- so I, I was told strongly never worded the, the word hate is just too strong or something. I don't oh. know. But like, but like the, the job you strongly dislike, right? You're finding yourself working so long so many hours so much work and then not getting recognized or getting like apparently uh in trouble for Mm -hmm. doing your work or just in general being people are just mean you know what i mean or they just many people are just not understanding okay so think about your situation and think about how you had to push yourself in those situations in those jobs that you disliked Mm. and try to think to yourself okay how do i incorporate this into my life so that i can use this for my own goals my own schedule my own life i obviously leave the job i'm not telling you guys to stay there i'm just saying like 
if you guys are at a job you dislike and you're seeing how much effort you're able to put in because that's what happened with me i was i found out how much effort i actually had and i was like wow you like discovered your self-worth yeah i could see i was like dang i could do a lot of stuff this is cool i didn't even know this was humanely possible like like, this isn't even my final form i had low expectations for myself (laughs) thanks dude (laughs) (laughs) we want you to do better oh i will leaves and then so now when I left, I found that I can make my own schedule. Mm-hmm. I can t- ske- like make a whole planner and, and be like, oh, I'm able to do this. And I know I'm able to do this because yeah. I did this for years at this other job for someone who didn't even appreciate me. I appreciate yeah. myself. Pat myself on the back. That's I right. did that. That's yeah. right. That's right. So that's that's that helped me with consistency. What helped you over time with consistency? Um, spite. Okay, (laughs) 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 nothing that gets work done faster than spite. Um, no, consistency was already like I'm trying to think back to like jobs I I had. Consistency was kind of baked into the jobs I had because they were they were just like labor jobs. You know, working at a movie theater is the same thing every day. Nothing really changes. Right. Working the call center is like, here's the expectations, you know, here's where all the BS is. It's like, cool, I know how to, I know how to like- Manage that stuff. I know how to manage it and like yeah. live with it to a certain extent until I didn't want to live and then that was a problem. Oh no. Because, well, we talked about it before, how much I hate toxic positivity. Yeah. So it's like- No, if, yeah, right. If I'm, get gonna, too positive. I'm not going to pretend that I'm okay. It just, it just kind of helps. What, what helps me with consistency is kind of like- remembering that whatever job I'm here to do, I still like my worth and my value and like my life does not only exist Yes, on my paid hours, right. in my workplace, like whatever. Um, and like that, you're doing what you need to do to survive. Right. Okay? Right. And that, and that helps with consistency because sometimes, sometimes it, when you're having a, like if I'm having a bad day, then what helps is like, Knowing that like I'm gonna get through it, I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna enjoy myself when I'm at home, I'm gonna recharge, I'm gonna rest, I'm gonna do whatever I want to yes, that's not here. It's like good motivation, yeah. Yeah. Consistency in terms of like sheer job performance is 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 no different than like when you got any assignment ever in school and you just read the directions. Right. Be amazed how many and you saw it over the years, I'm sure, how many classmates you had at, at, at any age, be it elementary school, middle school, high school, college, whatever, trade school, it doesn't matter. How many people will do themselves a disservice and cause themselves any amount of a headache with their work simply because they didn't bother to read the directions at the top of the paper yeah and you learn that growing up like you're like these directions and rules are actually super important into making my also mind super easy yeah mm. exactly and you're like into making my mind rest in so many ways yeah yeah it's like if you get it's like it's almost like if you read the information that you need to succeed that you'll have a better chance of doing it that's wow. the key to organization by the way I, mm. I remember there was a dude when i was in college okay. he used to tell me i figured out the solution to organizing and when you figure it out one day when you're my age you will you will understand your your, your reaction first your reaction was okay boomer and the second no, reaction no, my brain he wouldn't tell me so i had no, to figure just, it out i'm sorry my brain went to my brain went to i <laughs> I used to be a wimp, and then I got anchor arms, and now I'm a jerk, and everybody loves me. 
this man just sold you a, a product off SpongeBob. You know, it's, it's, it's that simple. <laughs> I love SpongeBob. Come to Karate Island. Me. No, it's just timeshares. Oh, that's uh, what we should talk about next time. We SpongeBob. Should talk about, no, <laughs> yes, yes, but no. Oh, why no. they make us happy? Like what things that make us happy, and how to find those that happy place in a place where you're not really happy. Like Which that's is extremely important because if I didn't have my friend and in, in my last jobs, like mm-hmm. I would not be. Like, I was going to leave. I would not have even sat there and stayed there. Like, oh, yeah. Like, no, the best part of any job ever, especially when you're just, like, in service jobs or, like, in, like, run-of-the-mill jobs, is 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 the friends and the coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> my my ex-girlfriend worked at a, a, at a caption call for a while. She worked there for, like, a year or two. And in that time got a two cent raise dude that's what i'm talking two about two cent raise. like what even is this and a blanket you gave her a blanket dang yeah i guess it was comfy here's blanket. a blanket it's it's a pizza blanket <laughs> it wasn't even cool like, it was just a, like it was just like a a, a plain i feel like a black pizza gray would be cool. blanket yeah you're kind of right why, why am i upgrading this story <laughs> a pizza blanket would have been much cooler so you can first you <laughs> You've heard of pizza party. Now get ready for pizza blanket. Pizza blanket time. Everything, everything in corporate America is pizza themed. <laughs> it motivates the people. Pizza is pretty good, but I heard it's just because cheese is addictive or something. It's a exactly. Yeah, I just love it. People love cheese. Well, I guess next time then, what we should do is we should talk about things that give us dopamine in the workplace when we are being in a miserable situation or in just in general when we're working on things like our consistent schedule and being consistent because like you can't just be unhappy working on something and be consistent at the same time i, I mean or yeah, i guess you can but you, you actually, have to push yourself a lot yeah to be able a to lot do of that. a lot of successful people say you need to be consistent in things that you dislike doing just like sometimes just so yeah. you can get get yourself into the habit because it takes 30 days or something to build a habit i've heard 30 or 40 yeah 30 or 40 40 days yeah yeah yeah. which is crazy to think because like i'm i've said this before but i'm so bad at making good habits and so good at making bad habits yeah i mean i could i'm like i feel the opposite oh good for you (laughs) no i hate you boss (laughs) (laughs) this is why you lead the show you're you're full of all of this this self-motivation and this optimism and i also have some optimism but i'm also just kind of like i'm bad at things he's actually extremely optimistic more than he knows apparently yeah because she all right so full full disclosure bosom came in a little bit late to record this and she was coming in like (laughs) saying sorry a million times and thinking that i was like oh i thought you were just gonna leave he was like i would have left like you must be so annoyed with me and i was just like no Right, right. You yeah. expect you expect me to be upset with you I mean, all yeah. the time, and I'm like never upset. I was just like I get I just expect people to just get upset with me. We could talk about that too. <laughs> it's next just time. because <laughs> the only, that's just because they've People's got emotions. A, it's yeah. only because they got a manager to manage you at yeah. the job. <laughs> it's like I don't know what it to only had to happen anymore. I only had to, only had to happen <laughs> once. Now everyone that I vaguely and barely inconvenience is now going to narc on me. <laughs> I can't trust anybody. Everyone's out to get me. <laughs> now, I, now I know. Oh my god, I'm learning more about myself and my life and why I think this way. No, I'm just joking. Oh no.
self-awareness oh that's a great win that yeah so we'll talk about self-awareness love not love what the heck the, the things we you love, love ourselves yeah we'll love yourself and things you love to do things that give you dopamine how to how to enjoy things that are very mundane and just not fun to do um in your consistent schedule step one get a job you actually enjoy doing <laughs> no find a job you hate so that you can learn about how about yourself and how much you can handle then get a harness job your you hate love. and use it <laughs> Yeah. What, what's the what's the bit? I'm so sorry. What's the bit from Star Wars? Just like, it's like let the hate flow through you. Now I get it. Is. Thank you. I understand. Now. Weaponize your apathy. I love it. Organize and, and organize, manage, and weaponize your apathy against the things that drain you of of your, for lack of a better term, will to live. And that's that's actually the secret right there. Don't let what people say upset you enough. For you to not want to do what you want, motivate yourself basically. Yeah, yeah, which is which is really easy to do when you actually find a way to enjoy the things you hate. That's why I, I always actually. How do you how do you do that? How do you enjoy something you hate? I mean, well, that's what we're gonna talk about next time. Oh, leave me on a cliffhanger. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys, for watching. Thank you, Wesley, for being on the show. Always, bro. Dude. We love having you, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thanks for watching ROFL, reaching out for love. If you want to check us out, please go to Basma T at Instagram. See you guys later. <laughs>